Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast on Instagram at Happy and Single. And first of all, I want to say thank you guys so much. We reached 7,000 downloads. I think we actually reached a couple weeks ago, but just wanted to say thank you guys so much for sharing. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. So today's episode is entitled, How Can I Please Myself Instead of Worrying About Other People? Now, this is something I've actually struggled with for most of my life. I've always wanted people to be happy with me. And I briefly mentioned this on the last podcast, but you know, I had an experience where I, I was uh, in a training with my mentor and I asked him a question. And he was like, you know, and he, and he got a confused look on his face. And he's like, God, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to answer that. And I was like, oh my goodness, what do I do? You know, all the, all the sirens start flashing off in your head and you're like, oh no, did I just make my mentor mad? And funny enough, in that, like, within the next few moments, he said, I'm not going to answer that today, but I'll, you know, I'm happy to answer that tomorrow. This just isn't about that today. And I was like, oh. And it had also been a question based on something a friend of mine in that community had asked. And I was like, oh my goodness, did I, did I upset her? Did I frustrate her by saying this thing? We get so in our heads all of the time about what everyone else is thinking of us. Why? I mean, what good has that ever done us to be in our heads? I mean, I find myself sometimes even like a little bit in my head on this podcast because I have certain people that are like, oh, Joseph, I love that super soothing voice you use. And then I have other people that are like, you know, I I love the soothing voice, but can you not use it like so much? Like use other voices too. And so you just start toggling back and forth between two of these two voices and you're like, what do I do? Well, what we do is just chill. We just need to relax. We just need to relax and allow ourselves to experience life. Like, what is, the people that are in your life, your true friends, you don't have to be perfect for. And the other people that you think you have to be perfect for, don't worry about them. If they disappear from your life, they were not true friends. Or at least they were not true friends still. Maybe there there was a time that they were a true friend, but people change. People make choices. You know, there's so many times that we just worry about so much. Well, I mean, I think most people want somebody to like them. When people go out and they create these massive followings on Instagram and everywhere else, so they can feel important. And they feel like if people don't like them, then they won't feel important because they won't have any people around them. What if everything people said to you didn't matter? Like, I'm talking the good and the bad. Like, you're gracious when somebody says something really nice, but you're also not Like, you're also fine if somebody says something horrible. You know, I think of my almost four-year-old nephew, Austin. And I could could say all kinds of stuff to him, but he just smiles. I mean, you can even, like, yell at a little kid, and they'll still smile. 
They'll think it's a game. It's not until they grow up and think that they have to start acting responsible and stuff that it kills the game. I can't remember which comedian says it, but I know I, I think I heard it on Seinfeld. He basically says, you know, we, make, we spend all this money to impress all these people that we don't even like. Who cares? Your people will be your people. And I had an experience in the, the training that I was referring to where I just mentioned to him, I mentioned to my mentor, like, hey, I have a, I feel sometimes I've got to stifle my energy back. Like, this is, this is an honest, true story. I have had a friend that told me that certain people in my, in my you know, single scene have said, I'm, I'm way too energetic, I'm way too optimistic, I'm way too excited about life, and I'm way too picky. That is real. Like they really said all of those things and I actually take most of those things as compliments. Now, looking back, I really do understand how before I had more of an uncontrolled energy and I didn't realize that until I saw that in somebody else that I was like, whoa, because you know, my energy had kind of settled down for the most part. It wasn't until I, I met that individual that I was like, whoa, yeah, you're a bit much. That I understood what kind of people were saying about me back then. And sometimes it can be so hard to get rid of first impressions. But the trick is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. I've shared before, but one of my models I live my life by is that of Brigham Young's that said, he was an early religious leader of mine, and he said, I care about two opinions in the world, what God thinks of me and what I think of me. And for the most part, that is true for me, except when I don't. You know, like when my mentor that's done everything for me, when I think, oh my goodness, I've made him mad. Uh-oh, uh -oh, he's going to cut me off. Now, even if I was thinking rationally for a moment, I'd be like, well, I've kind of get, I've given him thousands of dollars. Like, I don't think he's going to want to kick me out of his circle when I'm actively giving him money. <laughs> you know, not, not that that's what it's about, but we, we don't think rationally when, when we're not thinking. Like, when we're not present, we don't think rationally. That's how it works. When, when we are so worried about what somebody's going to think, what somebody's going to say, that is usually the time that we mess up the most. So how do we get to the point that we can stop people pleasing? How do we do it? How do we honestly get to the point that we care more about what we think, what we say, what we do, because it matters to us, than what matters to anybody else. For me, there had to come a peace in my life. There had to come a peace that was like, hey, I am okay exactly as I am. No, that feeds, like that goes in and out. I'm not saying it's always there, guys. But when we start understanding, the moment that you start asking the question, what does that other person think about you? You're asking the wrong question. And then you're so caught up in that question that you're not even thinking about actually being with that person. 
It's like, I'm pretty sure every one of us have been on a date with someone that we're like, oh my goodness, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? What are they thinking? What, what do they think about what I just did? Oh, I just touched my hair. What do they think about that? I just, I just touched my face. Oh, I, I just brushed the side of my nose. Did they just think I picked my nose? Like, what, what did they think? <laughs> I mean, that's actually, a, there's an episode of Seinfeld that actually happens where there's this gorgeous girl and, and uh, she's next to Seinfeld on the road. And Seinfeld really does. He goes and he just, he just scratches his nose and the girl won't even talk to him anymore. I find the people that we really want in our lives that make us feel better about our lives don't give a care about many things that we do. They don't care whatsoever. I mean, my, my nieces and nephews, they're not like, oh, Joseph, we don't like you because you're single. <laughs> you know, like, they don't do that at all. Now, I think about the example of a dog. Like, you know, my dog that I had years ago, he was just always so happy to see me. It wasn't like, Joseph, you haven't made this much money in your life, so you are not a good person. Or Joseph, hey, I, I know you woke up five minutes late today. No bueno. They don't do that at all. That's why people love dogs so much. Because they just give and give and give love. Well, what if we could do that with ourselves? What if we could give ourselves that same love that we say we want to give to other people? You know, the overused example of the the oxygen mask on an airplane. If you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not happy with yourself, then you're not going to be able to help other people be happy with themselves. The, the phrase, your actions speak so loud that I can't hear you, is so true all the time. The thing that connected me with my mentor was because he was not blowing smoke. I could genuinely see, genuinely see that this man was incredibly happy and that's what I wanted to be. Now, funny enough, if he had worried about the different communities that he was a part of and what they were going to say and what they were going to think, because he actually came from a field called neuro-linguistic neuro programming and he was one of the best. And when he left, not everybody was thrilled. Well, what if, he would have, what if he would have worried about that? What if he would have been, oh, oh my goodness, what am I saying? What am I doing? When you're asking the question, what am I saying? What am I doing? And how is it perceived in this moment? You're not present with the person in front of you. Now, especially with dating, like anytime you're asking that question, simply remember, it is none of your business what somebody else thinks of you. And if you did know, you wouldn't want to know. Because then you'd be thinking about that. Yeah, there's another, there's another example of uh, Seinfeld where there's this lady that has man hands. And so every time, like, and I think it's actually somebody else that points out to Jerry that it's like, dude, he's got, she's got man hands. And he looks and she's like, he's like, oh my goodness, she does. So we don't even notice. We don't even care. 
Another great example is that of Shallow Hal. On Shallow Hal, you know, one, one character, he's able to see everybody for their inner beauty. And some of the most beautiful looking people are, he, he sees as being very unattractive. And some of the most, and some of the biggest people, some of the most overweight people, he sees as some of the most amazing, incredible human beings. I think the other reason we care what people think is because it matters to us. Somebody that struggled a long time in losing weight. Now, this has not been my battle, so I'm not sharing from personal experience, but I'm sharing what's occurring to me. That already knows they are overweight and everybody reminds them and just takes them further and down that hole. What if that person honestly didn't care? Like, if, if they wanted to, if they wanted to get in, you know, a different type of shape, awesome. But it takes a while to get in shape. And if you try to speed, if you try to do it too fast, it has the exact opposite effect. Kind of like we've seen on shows like The Biggest Loser, where some of those guys rebound so hard and, and so fast that people are amazed and blown away. There are healthy and proper ways to do everything. I think one of the reasons we care what people think is because we're asking the question, what do I have to do in order for this person to be attracted to me? That is the wrong question. So what's the right question? How do I want to show up? How do I want to show up in the world? You know, I, I've, I remember a particular girl t- telling me one time that she thought it was crazy that a guy wore a comic book character shirt on a date. And I, I guess, you know, at the time, I, I probably was like, yeah, that guy should have never done that. Because I was, you know, trying to impress the girl. And, I, and it's been so many years, I can't remember exactly what I said, to be honest. But if you guys have watched some of these the videos that I do, you'll know that I, I wear I wear a few different comic book character shirts. I mean, I like Superman shirts and Batman shirts, and I mean, like I have one of each. But I don't care, you know. And if I were you know talking to the, like a girl and she's like, I can't believe that you wear comic book shirts, I'd be like, Well, I have two, and I don't care what you think. <laughs> Now, okay, if we were going on like a super nice date or something, yeah. I mean, and probably not, I probably wouldn't do that on a date. But we make so many stories up in our head, guys. And at the end of everything, we're just asking the question, like, what is it that I have to do in order for this person to love me? It's the wrong question. The right question is, what do I have to do in order to love myself? The times that I am happiest are when I'm working on stuff that I just find really, really, really cool. 
I mean, one of those things coming to my mind that I've been working on for the past few weeks is actually shirts. Cause I actually, so I'm a former graphic designer. Like that was what I did in high school. I learned how to be a graphic designer and that's something I really enjoy. And so I just was like, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to create the idea just came, to, came to me, you know, and God basically said, you know, I should create some shirts for the happy and single brand. And I started thinking about it. I started thinking about it, but then I started playing with it and it was so fun. It was so fun. Now, I have no idea if this is actually going to become a thing or if I'm just printing these for me. So I mean, if any of you guys have any opinions, like, you know, feel free to, uh, if, if that's something you guys want, feel free to ask and I might, I might make them available. I, I don't know. Like I said, these, these were just kind of for me, for fun. And, it, and they might, and they might become a thing. But if you guys can't hear the joy in my voice, I love creating. And I think sometimes the way I get distracted is because something someone else asked me to do is distracting me from creating what I really want. It's like we want, we want to have our cake and we want to eat it too. It's like I want to be here with my nieces and nephews and I also want to have time to work on my stuff because it's super important to me. That's not really about pleasing anybody. That's just about deciding more and more about what I want to do. The part about that that is about pleasing people, you know, is, is when my little nephew asks me, he's like, hey, sit down and watch this show with me or play with me. That's super hard to turn down. What if we could be present in that moment? Because even the times I've been playing with him lately, I'm thinking in the back of my head, it's like, oh my goodness, I have all these things that I've already committed and said I'm going to do. I, I've already said that I'm going to do these things. There's not always a right answer, guys. There's not at all. And there doesn't have to be. You know, as I think about some of the most, the most important thing about pleasing ourselves, it's having that good feeling. That good feeling that just tells us we're on track. And also acting on those impressions that we get. I think sometimes, though, we get this single tiny seed, and all of a sudden, we're the ones that grow it and say, okay, I just got this idea for a book, and I have to be done in a week. That's probably not going to happen. And you're probably going to feel overwhelmed. And you can also have minimum requirements, and then you can do more. What if you never had to worry about pleasing somebody again in your life? Except yourself and God. What if you could just be so present and excited and happy about your life that almost like in the Superman movies and the Matrix movies, like 
bullets kind of either bounce off your chest or they don't even make it to your chest. They just fall to the ground. <laughs> because the bullets aren't real. If you perceive everything everyone says as a bullet, it's going to be a bullet. And if you don't, it's not. If you stay in the present moment, the right thing will be there for you. So what is the proper way to turn somebody down when you don't want to do something? Because especially in the area of people-pleasing, I know for myself, I have people-pleased and gone on dates that I had no desire to be on. And yes, I probably got guilt-tripped into them, but I still said yes. I mean, I'm, I'm actually very open with people, even that ask, if somebody asks me out that I don't want to go out with, I'll just say, hey, thank you so much for your boldness in asking. Because you know, especially if it's a girl asking, like, that, takes, that takes a lot of courage from them. And I'll say, I'm just not interested. I wish you all the best. You're actually helping somebody get closer and closer to their person too. You're saving your time. You're saving your energy. And you've also got the elephant out of the room. The elephant's there. Like, there, there. There's no invisible elephant. It's like, hey, it's not there. Okay, cool. We worry so much about people's feelings. Especially these days. Like, I mean, back when I was growing up, People worried about feelings, but especially these days, people worry at a whole nother level. I'm not saying to be mean. I'm not saying to be rude. I'm not saying to be unkind. I'm just saying to be clear. Be clear on your expectations. Be clear on what it is that you want. This is your life. I remember a story that's told in, I believe it's Seven Habits for Highly Effective People, where um, Stephen Covey is talking about his wife and how, you know, somebody asked her to serve on the PTA. And she's like, you know what? Thank you so much for that invitation. I'm going to have to say no because I've got a lot of really cool projects that I'm working on. I wish you all the best. And, and I think it's something to the extent in the story of the other person's like, man, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> we get so guilt-tripped and so roped into doing so many things that we don't want to do. Unless you feel really, really good about it, even if you don't, even if you don't want to do it, that's a slightly different story. Because sometimes we just have to, there, there's certain things I feel that we have to do and they actually work out really well for us. But if it's something you don't want to do and you don't feel good about it, ding, 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 don't do it. Just don't. You don't have to do it. And some people, wow, can they lay the guilt trip on thick? Oh my goodness. They can lay that on so strong. Just be clear. Be clear and be kind. It kind of goes back to that Cinderella quote, like, have courage and be kind. Have the courage to say what you want to say and don't be a jerk. 
I mean, the thing I put in here about, you know, when people, when girls ask me out and me just simply saying kind, like, no, I've actually recorded that in different podcasts and I've deleted it from every single one <laughs> that I've recorded it in because I was like, oh my goodness, what are people going to say? What a jerk. People are putting themselves out there and they're saying, hey, I, I'd love to go out with you. And he's saying, no, man, what a jerk. You know, I think, I think about the story of, I don't know, it's like, there's a story about a camel or something and his, his friends are saying, oh, that's, And his friends are saying something to the extent of, you know, at first the, the camel's carrying the, carrying the dad and, and people around like, oh, he makes his wife walk. What a jerk. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, the donkey or the camel is carrying his wife and the, and the people are like, oh, what a jerk. You know, the, cam- the camel's got to carry all that weight and that person. And he just kind of keeps going and going and going. Everybody's going to have their opinion of you and it doesn't matter. And it's not going to change your life. And those people that you're trying the most hard to impress are probably the people that you actually don't even want in your life. You want the idea of them in your life. You would be amazed and astounded. And even if you got exactly what you wanted or you thought you wanted these people that you thought you wanted to impress, like, you'd be amazed because it might not even make you happy. It's kind of like, I, I think about this analogy sometimes of, that I heard from somewhere. It's kind of like with the dog, maybe it's Michael Neal. The, the dog that chases the car and catches it, what's he going to do? Is he going bite to tr- bite, bite the truck? He's going bite to the, bite the bumper of a truck? Ah, I got you, truck. We chase everybody's opinions, not even caring or thinking what we're going to do if we actually get that person. Oh, if I only get this one person, one certain person to like me, that'll be awesome. I don't want people to like me for who I'm not. Some people just aren't your people. You know, there's a ton of flavors of Skittles, right? And there's tons of flavors of, you know, well, there's all kinds of different candies. It's not going to kill you to not like one. Some people just aren't going to be your cup of tea. And it's okay. It's okay to say no. Even when it feels super hard at times. Why does it feel hard? Well, that crazy leprechaun thinking starts working in our head and it's like, oh my goodness, what are people going to think? Heaven forbid if you, you, know, you tell another person that you can't go out with them, it's going to get around the scene and they're going to start spreading rumors and they're going to do really bad things. Maybe. 
But if they're going to do all that stuff anyways, do you really want to be on a date with them? I don't. I want people that like me for me. It's like there's an old song by, is it called Hey Leonardo by Blessed Union of Souls? It's like she likes me for me, you know, not because I, and then it just goes and all these other things. It's a funny song. I want a girl to like me for me. That's it. And I want to love a girl for her. Like, love her for everything that she is. Love her for everything that she is worth. What if you could just share with people how you feel? Because you're gonna think you're gonna be thinking about it anyways. Why not share? They have a choice. So how can you get to be less of a people pleaser? How can you get to the point that it really truly doesn't matter instead of you just saying, I don't care what people think? thought coming to my mind now is asking the question, what is the worst thing that could happen if you told somebody the truth? If you told them, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. I've got this really cool project I'm working on and I just don't have time to do that. And they're like, oh, well, uh, okay. Be that way. Be that selfish. There are so many more opportunities to help people and there is time to do so. No, I'm not saying not to help people. I'm really not. Some of my, I mean, one of the things I actually really do enjoy is helping people move. I know that sounds weird. But there's a, there's a camaraderie that just kind of happens with people that are moving. It's just fun. It's just enjoyable. There's work, there's you know, involvement, you get a kind of, well, back before I got different parts of my body injured, kind of lift heavy things and pretend I was big and strong once again so that people would be like, ooh, he's strong. It's like on Hercules. Jeepers, mister, you're strong. Probably wasn't the right voice for that. But it is, like we, we do all kinds of stuff. If you want to help somebody, help them. If you don't want to help them, don't. But if you don't have enough oxygen to survive for your life, probably don't want to be giving it to other people. You got to make sure you're breathing first. And, and I know that sounded really harsh. That's not exactly what I meant. But make sure you have enough for you. It's like thinking of it in slightly different terms, but... If two people were scuba diving and there was only enough air to get one to the surface, that sounded pretty horrible, but you kind of got to make a choice. <laughs> Sometimes you have to put yourself first, guys. And especially like growing up in my faith, that is one of the hardest things I have ever found to do. It's always like, okay, well, this is, what, this is what God needs me to do, so I've got to do it. Now, trust me, 
those times that I feel really strongly about doing something, even if I'm not entirely thrilled and on board to do it, a lot of times I'll do it because it feels right. If the inner voice, if the spirit is directing you to do something, do it. But I find more often than not, it's us just getting lost in our heads. Of, oh, is this the right decision? Is this not the right decision? We kind of do that same thing that you see in the Little Rascals movie with the, the flower. She loves me. She loves me not. You know? Is this from God? Is this not? Is this from God? Is this not? If you feel good about it and you want to especially, do it. What would your life be like if you gave yourself permission to say no? What would begin to be possible in your life if you just began to say no? What I see as possible in my life when I say no or when I ask, opportunities arise. And I'm given more time and space to create what I really want to create and what I've been guided and directed to create. I feel plenty of times, honestly, the adversary uses that crazy leprechaun thinking with us to just keep us messed up in our head. It's like I've had experiences where like, oh my goodness, I've got to go to this class. I've got to go to this class. I've got to go to this class tonight. And I'm like, you worried about it. And then I look at the schedule and it's like, wait a minute, that class isn't until next week. <laughs> we all do that for whatever reason. How can you be a little bit kinder with yourself and take, and allow yourself to experience a little bit more joy and pleasure in your life. How can you please yourself first? You know, I think if you really focused on how to be pleased with yourself first, you would begin to experience a lot of peace in your life a lot of joy. You know, the tagline for this podcast is go live your adventure. Your adventure is the one that you get to choose. And sometimes people really do try to guilt trip you into going on their adventure instead. That's just the way it is. You get to make your choices. If there's something that you really, really want to do, go do it. Go have fun. Do you really want to get to the end of your life and realize that you've spent more time in your head than you have actually living your life? There's a, a quote by a lady that that I don't remember in this moment, but it says, you can either be in your life or be in your thinking. 
And oftentimes when people are asking you to do things, you're in your thinking, take your time. Even if it's just a brief moment, I mean, even if he just told somebody, give you 10 seconds or 15 seconds or a minute if, they, if they're acting like it's life and death, to so just pause, check in with the inner voice, check in with yourself and your spirit, see if it's what you want to do. When you follow that guidance, when you follow that, that direction of the inner voice, You are never wrong. Sometimes it's funny. I've had a, a fly kind of circling around a little bit. So if you guys have heard any of that on this recording, that's why. Our thinking can be a little bit like that. It can be like a pesky fly. But when we make a decision, we can almost kill the fly. It's like, hey, Okay, cool. I've decided to do this. And if you have other things that you're that you're doing instead that that you wanted to do and or instead of what you wanted to do, then take a few moments and process that too. Say, "Okay, cool. I've got I've got this to do. I've got this to do. I've got this to do. I really want to do this and this and this. Where am I going to find time for that?" When you are when you have your boundaries, A lot of times people will find somebody else to do things. So, you know, bottom line, kind of wrapping up here. It's so important to have your boundaries. It's also important to know what is going to please you, what is going to make you happy, or what is... What's going to leave you at that place that you really feel home in yourself? A lot of people talk about feeling home when they find their person. Well, hey, we can feel home in ourselves too. And that beautiful, peaceful feeling. So I would invite you today to do the following. I'd invite you to take a moment and ask yourself, how can I better please myself instead of pleasing other people. And then whatever insights come to your mind, act on them. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more 
one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.